and I'm in traffic, heading to a work event, and someone pulls right out in front of me and slams on their brakes and stops. And out of my mouth comes the F-bomb. And I thought, oh, gosh, Kelly, that's a little much. But it wasn't the last time I did that in that trip. And I realized that I think I was maybe a little stressed and had been working too much. And it made me start thinking about what are the indicators in my life and in my friend's life that were simply working too much. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. Today, we're talking about five indicators that you might be working just a little too much. And I'm betting that if you found this podcast, you're the kind of person who understands how important your health and well-being really is. So if you're putting all your focus on your work, maybe it's time to check out these indicators and put a little bit more focus on your health and well-being because as we all know, fit is freedom. Listen in. One of the first indicators that I'm just spending way too much time working is irritability. It's kind of like like dropping the F-bombs in traffic or maybe a bad mood or people are just moving too slow for me. I just find myself in this slight state of not nice. And I don't like being in that not nice state. I'm, I'm relatively chill. In my life, I'm a pretty chill person and I don't get upset that easily. And so when I am, when I hit that upset point, I know that most likely what's going on is I've been working more than I need to, and I need to make a change. So for me, those changes are, and you've heard me say this before, but one of my first things that I do when I find that I'm just like not in a good space is step away from the computer and go outside. They're literally prescribing outside for kids and adults in different places around the world these days. So if you think I'm crazy, look it up. It's prescription nature, nature RX. It's true though, because being outside does wonders for our brains and our physiology that sitting down inside in a controlled environment doesn't do. So that's one of the things I'll do. Uh, Something else I do is I try and listen to things that lift me up whether it's maybe an Audible book, I'm a big fan of Audible, or someone else's podcast that always puts me in a good mood or at least gets my mind stimulated and gets me excited. I'm looking for things that make me feel good. I avoid the news. Some of my friends say that that's not a very responsible way to handle my life, but I do. I avoid the news. I've avoided the news for a very, very long time. It hasn't seemed to affect me that much because simply if something's going on that I need to know about, I hear about it. Don't worry. There's plenty of news to be had out there and I will always hear about something that is going on. I also avoid things that I can't do anything about. And and this is whether I'm in an irritable mood or not. In general, if there's something that I can't fix or can't change, then I don't see the value of it. And an example would be the other day I was in a conversation. There were a few people having a conversation and it was a political one. And it was a pretty emotional political one, but it was about something that was going on that none of us had any control over. You can vote, but in this particular situation, it was not a voting situation. It was just something that was going on in the news that none of us had control over. And people were getting super emotional about it. My choice was to just step out of the conversation because I knew it wasn't doing me any good. There wasn't anything I could do about it. And afterwards, someone came and they kind of called me out on it. They're like, well, 
can't you do uncomfortable conversations? I was like, of course I can do uncomfortable conversations if they have value to me in my life. But if there's not going to help me and they're not going to do anything, all they do is create some level of discomfort or irritability in life that is going to carry over into the rest of it. So first indicator to me, I'm irritated, cussing too much, kind of in a crappy mood. Next one is pain. Like when you're working too much, a lot of times people think, well, working out causes pain. Yes. Let's say you're increasing your weights and you're lifting a lot more weights than you normally would. Yeah. Lactic acid is going to build up. You're going to be sore the next day. You may be sore for a couple of days. Uh, Same thing with, you know, you're you increase your running or you start running or you increase your cycling or whatever it is. Of course, that's going to cause pain. But I'm talking about the pain that is just that low aching, not so bad that it's holding you back, but it's just kind of there. A friend of mine recently, we were in uh, we were in Costa Rica on a trip. They said to me, wow, I've been waking up prior to this trip. And let me just say, the trip was pretty active. I mean, we were, we were, we were doing a lot of stuff. And he said, prior to this trip, I was waking up and I had some pain in my joints in the morning. I thought, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. I'm getting arthritis. He said that during this trip, what he realized was that the pain had gone away and it went away because he was moving, not because he was getting you know, arthritis because he may be, who knows. But when you're consistently moving and staying in shape and staying active mm-hmm. versus sitting at a computer I don't know, 10 hours a day, whatever people do, and then sitting in front of a TV and not moving, that's going to cause a lot more pain than getting out and moving around. I had another funny thing happen recently was I pay myself, I've been working for myself forever. So I pay myself a salary, but I don't have benefits. I'll take a vacation when a vacation comes up, but I don't have like set benefits. And someone said to me, oh, you sound like you need a, a PTO day. And I was like, a PTO day. I've never even thought about having a PTO day. I almost had to Google it to see what it was. And we'll talk about this again sometime in the future, because I think there's a lot of value in in actually setting your world up, whether if you're working for yourself, as if you were working for someone else. But if you have PTO time that you haven't taken, or if you're working for yourself and you don't have just those days that you just give yourself the day off, just give yourself the day off. Work is always going to be there tomorrow. It's not going anywhere. So consider using the time and taking time to do things that that make you feel better. Because a lot of times when you're working too much, you absolutely, it shows up in our bodies, our minds, our attitudes. Another one, forgetfulness. Just getting that mental fog. When I catch myself with like not remembering things, a lot of times the first thing somebody says is, oh, I'm getting old. I'm forgetting things or, oh, this has been happening to me for years. I'm forgetting things. And I mentioned my mom more than once on this podcast, but my mom at 80 years old was in a study for Alzheimer's and she didn't have it. She was, she was like one of the control people. They would give her tests with, and I forget how many things, but I'm going to make it up. I think it was like 25 objects. They'd give her a test with 25 objects. She'd look at it and study it for, I don't know, she had a minute or whatever, They'd take it away and she'd have to resign it back. She could do it. So age has nothing to do with this. Our brains are amazing and they can just go on forever. What 
does wear us down is doing the same thing again and again, being tired about things that we're doing, not moving enough, not getting outside enough, not having enough just stimulation. So another thing you can do, one of my favorite things really, is there's an online app and it's called Mumosity. There's lots of different ones like this. It's kind of like, it's a brain game app is what it is. So you just get on Lumosity and I'll do this usually about once a day. You'll have a baseline that you've created when you start and then they have all these different games. What I find is that, and usually I do it about three in the afternoon. When I get close to three, it's kind of like, just like my dog ready to go for a walk at five, my brain is ready to play this at three. And it's it's fun. Like it's it's an exciting thing, makes me feel good. I'll do a little bit of this and I'll do a little bit of exercise. I think I've mentioned the uh, nitro exercise before. I'll link to that in the show notes. But, you know, do a couple of those things and my brain fog goes away. Another one, making poor choices, usually around food or drink. There are lots of studies that have shown that if you get super tired, like you're, you're worn out, you're worn out after a long day, your willpower basically is gone. And people tend to drink a lot more when they're tired at the end of a workday. We also tend to eat food that isn't good for us. And to make it even more exciting, there's oftentimes, you know, happy hours after work where you get to have both the drink and the food. So consider, just consider this. Let's say you're going to go to the happy hour. Fine. But tell everyone that you're going to be there a half an hour late because you're going to go for a walk or you're going to go to the gym or whatever it is. Go do that first, because by taking that action and that movement, you are going to be able to make much better decisions when you get there, and you'll be just less inclined to make poor food and drink choices. The fifth indicator is your energy level. And in addition to your energy level, your ability to sleep. If you're having trouble falling asleep or waking up at three o'clock in the morning thinking about your email you might be working too much. Or if you just find that you're just a little bit worn out and tired all the time. I know for myself, if I start catching myself saying, I'm tired, that is not something that I normally say. Those just aren't words that come out of my mouth. And they only come out of my mouth when I've been working way more than is good for me. If I've been, let's say I did a long bike ride or something that was really physically taxing, I don't ever say I'm tired. I might say, oh, I could use a little bit of time to catch up from that. But you're not in that state where you feel, ah, I'm tired. So when you're in that I'm tired state, it's time to step away from the computer. It's time to come up with something that is going to be healthy for you to do. And it's time to think about choosing your health over your work. Because all of us know that without your health, we really don't have anything. And that when you're fit, then you have freedom. So thank you so much for joining me today. And on my little rant about the um, five indicators you're working too much. And if you are working too much, do me a big favor. Just step away from your computer for a little while. Go outside, take a walk, do a run, take a bike ride, go to the gym, do something good for yourself. And I will catch up with you next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Thank you so much again for joining me today. Great conversations 
happen over in the comments on angeltigerfit.com and in the reviews on iTunes or however you listen to this podcast. If you like what you hear, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. Plus, you'll be the first to know when bonus episodes are being posted. A big shout out to podigy.co. If you're thinking about a podcast or if you have a podcast and you don't have a team like Riley and all the guys at podigy.co, they can help you. Give them a look up and tell them that I said hi. In the meanwhile, have a wonderful week and I will see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye now.